0: Hey there. Uh, Before we get into the episode, I want to take a moment and share an update on Summer Tour The Game. Uh, It's an adventure-based board game inspired by those epic trips we all had following our favorite bands on Summer Tour. But I need your help to bring this thing to life. Our long-term goal is to see Summer Tour The Game in every head shop in the country and and eventually available at major retailers like Target and Amazon and all those places. Uh, But before we can achieve that, we need to hit our all-or-nothing goal when we launch our Kickstarter campaign on Sunday, May 12th. We'll have 30 days to make this happen. Listen, your support would mean the world to me. Even just hitting the uh, the notify me on launch button on the Kickstarter page can make a huge impact. You can learn more by visiting summertourthegame.com where you'll find detailed information, videos, a link to the Kickstarter page. You'll also find a direct link to the page in the show notes uh, of this episode. Uh, I do hope you'll support Summer Tour the Game. It's really fun. And thanks so much for listening to Tales from the Lot. Now on with the episode. Tales from the Lot, episode nine, Untethered from Time. Just me here today talking about my first show, 6791 at Deer Creek. First of all, thanks so much for listening to Tales from the Lot. I'm truly grateful for the responses and to everyone who's listened. Um, in this sort of mini episode, I'll be sharing my experience of seeing the Grateful Dead for the first time at Deer Creek on 6791. And if you've gotten this far, you've undoubtedly heard some of this story before, and I'll probably share some of it again. Uh, but first things first um, Did you know that you could also watch Tales from the Lot on YouTube? I have a YouTube channel, and you can go out there and subscribe it. And if you prefer watching the show rather than listening, you can do that. Um, I also have a Facebook page if you want to be notified of when new episodes are released, you can go over there and like the page and and you'll get that. Um, You can also just email me and say, hey, at will at talesfromthelot.org. That's where I also take, uh, you know, requests if you want to be on the podcast, just send me your story there and, um, you know, we'll get you on the show and, and tell your story. So how did I find the Grateful Dead? Growing up, music was always a very important part of my life. Uh, As a kid in the 70s, the beat and groove of disco and soul and funk were everywhere on pop radio. And at the same time, my aunt was turning me on to Bob Dylan and the Beatles and the Almonds and and her personal favorite, the Outlaws. And then later, as the 80s hit, I discovered Prince and his ability to play all the instruments on his albums. And and this was a great inspiration to me. It it led directly to me playing all the instruments uh, for my solo uh, albums, which I, I release under the Rude Nephew Orchestra. You can go out there and search that if you want. Uh, by the late 80s, I was playing in bands, which I still do to this day, and, and at the time, I was starved for new inspiration, and, and being in central Indiana, there was not a lot of musical inspiration. 1991 comes around, and my buddy, who we'll call Jay for now, comes back from military school. Uh, talking about the Grateful Dead and how I should go with him when they come to Deer Creek. Um, I was familiar with Touch of Grey. I liked the video. The song was just okay. Uh, and and the tapes he played in the car uh, with the hiss and the crowd noise and, and the raspy Jerry lyrics and the and the weird sound effects and drum sections. I, I didn't know about this stuff. That's not how Aerosmith or Rush or Guns N' Roses did it when I went to see them, but I agreed that if he would buy my ticket, I would go. I have sort of a faded memory of standing in line at Karma Records uh, to get my tickets for that show. Uh, That's where the Ticketmaster outlet outlet was in my town. And wondering who the hell these people were and where did they come from in my little town? Because I had certainly not seen anybody looking or smelling like they did. So the day arrives. We get to Deer Creek. And having been to Deer Creek 10 times or so prior to this, I was surprised by what I saw. Um, I remember it was, it was a great day. It, it wasn't that hot, uh, you know, especially for June in Indiana. Uh, I'm not certain I bought anything a lot, uh, but I was definitely intrigued at this point. Uh, I, I remember walking around and just, you know, asking a lot of questions, why that guy's got his finger up. What's with all the drums? Um, why do people keep whispering in my ear as I walk by them? Um, yeah, it was a it was a learning day for sure. So Jay had a couple of tabs of Orange Sunshine, and as we queued in line to enter, we we down those, and it was my first time, and and it was definitely the perfect place for it. We settled into the lawn, and and uh, I don't remember too much after that, just sort of flashes and feelings and images, really. Um, the first few notes of Half Step and, and the crowd reaction. Uh, I remember Little Red Rooster and the bright lights shining as as the lyrics. Sometimes the lights are shining on me, which were lyrics that I knew for some reason at the time and couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, then drum s- drum starts, and Jay says, uh, me- meet me at the car afterwards. And he was, he was gone like fucking Santa Claus with a snap, just out. And, you know, drum starts, and I think I could feel my brain melting and then space started and it was definitely time for me just to sit, catch my breath. And, uh, you know, I, there was a miracle in there and, and I don't remember too much of that, but standing on the moon happened. And that was a moment when, when it really connected and, uh, I could, I could see, uh, the, the, the power of a Jerry Ballad. It was definitely not lost on me that night. And, uh, still to this day, that's probably my favorite Jerry ballad, but you know, that's hard to say. Uh, you know, later that night, I remember somehow becoming untethered from time in those final sunshine daydream choruses of Sugar Magnolia and uh, thinking, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be doing this again a lot. Um, I did find my way back to the car that night, uh, a changed person. And Uh, Jay dropped me off at home with a tape of 121686 from the Oakland Coliseum, and the J card for that XL290 tape was all colored in custom and and decorated. It was uh, unique and very cool, and I faded off the sunshine in in bed that night to this very strange song uh, listed on the tape as Estimated. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please consider hitting the subscribe button and leaving a comment. Your feedback and engagement really goes a long way to supporting and growing the show. And really, this is your show with your stories. So if you have a story or even a few of them from seeing Grateful Dead shows or experiences of how the band has impacted your life in some way, I'd love to hear from you and have you on. My email is will at talesfromthelot.org. Reach out. Uh, Or you could use the new text me feature that's in the show notes. You can easily reach out and connect with me directly that way. And don't forget to follow on Facebook for updates and exclusive content. And for those who prefer watching, full videos of every episode are available on my YouTube channel. So uh, thanks again. And please be kind to yourself and others.